This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm chilling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What a cool way to be. Uh, you know, it's uh, a relaxed guy. Uh, this week, Tim, I've been, you know what I've decided is maybe, maybe the only good company in the world. Hmm. Well, let me guess what <laughs> you think is a good company. <laughs> yeah, the, the only good company. Uh, Ooh, 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 LL Bean. No, not LL Bean. You don't like LL Bean? No, I like them fine. So they're good. Yeah, but I'm saying like, uh. I think, you what? know what? I think the beans uh-huh. are probably richer than we think. Now you're talking about all beans, black beans. No, no, beans? no. The LL beans, the family behind LL beans. Oh, ladies love beans. <laughs> that's what I thought I'd sit for. Yeah, that's why I was so confused. I think their clothes are overpriced, not because they are of high quality, which they are, uh-huh. but I think they're also marked up. <laughs> okay, so wait, what's your so you're saying they're great, but their clothes are overpriced. Yes, because they're marked up. Yeah, and and you're acting like uh, that that's a huge revelation that you figured out their it's clothes not, no, I'm not, I'm are not marked up. Anything, I don't think they're selling these clothes at the same price they pay to have them made. I'm not even saying that. I think maybe they're bumping it up even a little bit more than what's reasonable. Yeah, well, the, hey, them as they want to do. However, look. Beans, if you're listening. Yeah. The bean family. Uh-huh. Ladies love you for a reason. Right. And and boys love you too. Yeah. Be reasonable. <laughs> Tim, did you just make an expensive purchase from LL Bean? <laughs> I made I made several expensive yeah, purchases. I bought and boots I'm, you from them what? the one time and that was yeah, I've that's never set me back. I've never been let down. Yeah. I was let down because I bought the boots and even though they told me like, you know, yeah, size them up or whatever, it's like, yeah, right. They're just saying that to idiots. So I ordered a pair and they didn't fit right. And it it took a while to get that pair. It took months. Wait, they they say on their website, buy a size up? Yeah, I think so. Then change the goddamn sizes to make them accurate. I think the thing is that they're like, these are meant to be worn, or maybe it was a size down. They're meant to be worn with like thick boots, thick uh, socks. I'm I'm anti-LL Bean now. Oh, wow. They're like, oh, whatever your shoe size is, make it bigger here. Why don't you make the boot the right shoe size? Yeah. What's the one good company, Tom? The one good company out there, Tim, is Red Bull. Oh, gee, it's because of Flugtag? No, not even because of Flugtag, but that's that's up there. Tim, I saw two cool Red Bull things this week. Dirt bikes? First was a dirt bike or a BMX bike uh, oh, cool. in, uh, I think, in Chile. Uh, I say Chile that way now. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But have you ever seen the videos where they do that, like, uh, uh, BMX or mountain bike run down, like, this crazy path? Like a mountain? 
No, it's like a it's like a city, like a small city kind of, mm. or like a town, kind of like a densely packed town. There aren't like skyscrapers and stuff, but it's like through this narrow patch, and it's like all downhill, and they're going so fast, and it's like so tight and really cool. Well, they did it this time with a drone, mm. with a drone following the guy instead of just like a helmet cam. Yeah. But the whole setup was so neat because they the drone. Do you know this about like? Uh, uh, Are you gonna talk about drones? Yeah, again? man, talk about drones for a bit. You know, have you seen the the like sports the movie Ambulance? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> talk huh? about drones. Um, the well, and that's kind of what I think that drone operator does. Uh, these like sports drones, racing drones, mm-hmm. and they wear VR goggles while they're doing it, while they're racing. Mm. But the cool thing is that the VR goggles are actually an analog signal because it's uh, two. What did Siri say? Uh, it, it said I found this on the web and then it looked like it had searched <laughs> every word I said for the past three minutes. <laughs> nice. Um, the signal is analog because that provides the shortest delay. Okay. Because so it's like, like no... a vinyl record. Yeah. Well, it's cool because the actual. So it's connected by like a cord? No, antennas. Oh. But the feed looks like a VHS tape. Like it looks so shitty, but it's yeah. fast and that's all they care it's about. It's warmth. To well, it. and the camera, the camera on the drone is recording on its own. It's just not sending that back. Mm-hmm. But so because these, and you know, it's like these crazy streets, they had to set up all these antennas and then they had to have like a, another drone chasing it to relay the uh, antenna signal. Okay. It's very cool. This is, well, can I ask you a question? Uh huh. Why are you telling me this? Because <laughs> Red Bull's only good company. Okay. And then the second thing. So number one, Exhibit A. Exhibit for, A. This week, just this week, there was a BMX guy. I think it was a mountain bike guy. Mountain bike, and a drone followed him. <laughs> yep. And uh, it looked like a VHS tape. Yes. Okay. No. It only looked like a VHS tape to the guy flying. To us, it looked like I mean, beautiful four K. Okay. Um. And then the second one was, uh, they do, well, it didn't work, but they did this where they tried to have two guys swap planes in the air. What? <laughs> yeah. What, are we back in like the 1930s? Exactly. Doing They're doing cool stuff. Uh, so they, they had these, I think they were brothers or cousins or something. And uh, uh, Devastating to the family when this well, goes south. And I think the one guy was the dude who jumped out of a plane without a parachute that time and landed in a net. Yeah, I remember that. Um. So this was a two Cessnas. Red Bull is a, an energy energy drink company, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But the thing is, you talk about markups, Tim. They sell, you know, a five dollar can of Red Bull cost them uh, a cent and a half to make. Yeah. And probably the aluminum uh, in the can costs more than the contents. So they just use all that money to just do cool stuff. And that's why I think they're the only good company. Yeah. But they did this uh, two Cessnas, so two like small planes. Okay. Oh, I would have liked it. Two like big. <laughs> 747s. Yeah, or those double decker jumbo jets. Well, the thing the is, Tim, on board. they have to, uh, you know, the planes have to dive and then they jump out. Because right. otherwise, how are they going to get back up in there? But the planes had speed brakes. So Wait, well, what do you mean? How are they going to get back up in there? Because if they jump out, they're just going to fall. Oh, so the planes right. also okay. need to be falling. What do you Whew. mean? How are they going to get back in there? <laughs> <laughs> they got grappling hooks, don't they? 
Um, but they had these speed. I, the way I was thinking, Tom, <laughs> is that they oh, would fly come so close to each other, to each other that uh, they just kind of walk out and they're still going straight and they both balance out on the wings and oh, then just jump into the cockpit. Yeah. Um, That's what I was thinking. Cause yeah. Like, uh, I mean, you would think that would be safer, but I think that would be way more dangerous. Yeah. But uh, no, this is two Cessnas. They had air brakes, which were basically just like huge flaps that came out of the bottom when they were in a dive to like make more surface area and slow the planes down a bit. Yeah. And I guess like autopiloting systems, but they didn't work that well because one guy was able to switch planes, but the other guy, the plane chopped up in the propellers. No, the plane just like immediately like veered off course and started like tumbling kind of. Uh-huh. So it was like, oh yeah, he can't get in that plane. But uh, what happened to him? Uh, he had a parachute on. They uh, had parachutes. What happened to the other plane? Uh, the plane had a parachute too, they said, but they didn't show what happened to the plane. So I think the plane just crashed. There were no, they were, they they did it somewhere. It was over the town where there were mountain bikes. It was over St. Louis. No, it was like in the middle of a desert somewhere there. There were no, uh, even like spectators or anything Mm. like that. Uh, so everybody was safe, but I think the FAA was still mad. Of course, yeah. they got to be mad. They're not doing their job. The FAA doesn't mad. like it when you intentionally uh, crash a plane. Yeah, because there was that YouTuber who did it. Uh, do you see that? No, I don't see it. Tom, we we don't we don't travel. We're not on well, the same corners of the internet. Well, it sounds like Tim. I I was sad for your unextreme life because uh, a lot of extreme stuff going on right now. Yeah, if you just open my, up your eyes and pay attention a little bit, a little bean sweaters. <laughs> yeah, and watch that bank drink, account. Just drink an Ovaltine. <laughs> Ovaltine. Uh, <laughs> um, no, this uh, this YouTuber. I think it was back in December, maybe. Like posted a video where his plane failed again, a Cessna, and he just look up. You keep saying this word Cessna. It's just like a little. You'd write. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's a little plane. It's kind of like the littlest, lightest, most inexpensive plane. Very popular. Yeah, like uh, you know, on wings. Like on wings. Yeah, I should have mentioned. I think they have some of them on wings. You know, like uh, Lowell is really good at repairing Cessnas. Okay. You told me that. All right. Yeah, it's like a four-seater plane. Very, very popular plane, yeah. uh, recreational plane. Uh, but this guy was flying one and claimed that he had engine trouble, so he jumped out and parachuted. Mm-hmm. And immediately, everybody who knows anything about planes it's like you don't wear a parachute while you're flying a plane just mm. in case. And also I would. And also the guy like tried tried turning the plane back on for like five seconds and then was like, I got no I got a bail and just jumped out. And then later on, people slowed down the video and enhanced it. And you could see he had um fire extinguishers. CTU enhanced it for him. They had uh uh he had fire extinguishers taped to his legs under his pants. I guess he was worried, like, well, what if I do this and like the plane starts a fire? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if probably those two little fire extinguishers that fit in your <laughs> pants are going to do anything. But like, he didn't call for help or anything. Right. And then people loaded up the same situation in uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator mm-hmm. because they were like, I don't know, looking at the video, there's like a huge patch there where you could very easily land this plane and then, you know, tested that in Flight Simulator. And they were like, oh, yeah, anyone could have 
done an emergency. Yeah, it's not a runway, but it's like a flat. Right. So he got his license taken away because apparently the FAA does frown upon if you jump out of a plane and leave nobody in the plane and just. Uh, but these let, Red Bull guys, they're they're fine because they're sanctioned by the best company in the world. Yeah, they're sanctioned by the they only got, good company. Look, this guy, the FAA is going to throw the book at him. The FAA wouldn't dare touch uh, Red Bull. No. I mean, uh, they'd be like, well, you're doing a lot for aviation with your flug tug experiments. Yeah, you're figuring out new ways to fly all the time. You sent that guy up in the balloon the one time into space, and then he jumped out balloon of the plane. Boy? Not oh, balloon no. boy. <laughs> Tim, don't don't even insinuate that Red Bull had anything to do with the no, balloon no, boy that, fiasco. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you ever drink a Red Bull? Uh, not in a very long time. I drank one one time. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, energy in those. Yeah. I thought my, my heart was going to beat out of my chest. Yeah. I had to lie down. I, I, I went and ordered so much stuff from the L.L. Bean catalog. Uh, I couldn't even believe it. I was in a fugue state the whole time. It's in a fugue tag state. <laughs> Tim, this week we're doing a suggested topic uh, from uh, uh, a guy named Nick. I think it was that he didn't have a last name on Patreon on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash complete guide. Hey, one of the perks there. Sometimes we do a call for topics. And Tom will kind of say your name. I I think that's all he put, Tim. I'm not going to dig into his records. And well, maybe there's a way we could find out more about this Nick fella. Oh, oh, I see where you're going. Because this week we're talking about private investigators. Yeah. Hey, guess what, Nick? <laughs> Clock is ticking. We're going to find out so much. about. We're going to dig up so much about you. Were you about to say, guess what, Nick? Tick tock. And then you were like, wait, <laughs> Nick tock? Is that what I'm talking yeah, about? There's so, yeah, there's so, Tom, there's <laughs> something there. Yeah, there was a pause there. Tom, today I was walking down the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh and I saw a van parked, and on the side of the van, it said yeah. one word. You want to know what this word said? <laughs> what? Halen. Halen? Oh, like Van Halen? Oh, I get it. And I took a picture of it. Uh-huh. I was late to a pediatrician <laughs> appointment for my son, but I stopped right. and took a picture of it. And my wife was like, why, why are you stopping and taking a picture of this van? And I was like, I'm formulating a joke here, uh-huh. but I couldn't figure out uh, how to execute it right you post that on instagram with a caption mm-hmm. but what is it or i without would, a caption. I, I would post that without a caption yeah. let people figure it out uh yeah. you know have it be like a, a nice little word game yeah Ooh, maybe i should maybe i should start a daily word game yeah tim but for all you know that could have been the start of the next wordle yeah, but uh, but oh, I just Tim, I don't want this to uh, simmer into resentment for your son over over the the upcoming years. No, I got it's I not get, fair Tom, to him. I got the well, shot. Did you post it to Instagram? Not yet. I'm still thinking about it. It's still marinating. Oh, I see. But maybe but, by the time people are hearing this, it's already been out. Yeah. But then Tim, but then either it, that or they're hearing a big extended bleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> but then people are gonna know. Uh, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that Tim. He posts things like they're off the cuff." But I, I hear. Why does it matter? I heard the process. You were just telling me you were complaining that uh, Beyonce's Academy Award performance happened a week before and was taped, and they told us it was live. I'm. I wasn't. I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. What if you sure, found it was out? A 
boring performance. What if you found out that Will Smith had actually slapped Chris Rock a week earlier and Tom, they kept it under wraps? Can I tell you how much it's it's we're recording this on April 28th. Uh-huh. The Oscars were sometime in mid-March, I think. Yeah, somewhere yeah, 6 weeks ago about. Yeah. Tom, I I I read so much slap discourse this week. Happily, yeah, I've been seeking out articles about the Will, slap. Will Smith's in India right now. Oh, really? Yeah, slapping people probably well, all willy nilly. Yeah, who knows? Or maybe he fled the there. Last two people maybe on he earth fled that there because of their, they've got some kind of pro slapping <laughs> laws. Got lax slap laws over there. <laughs> it's like uh, Chris Rock will never find me here. You know how Chris Rock could find Will Smith though. With a private investigator. He could hire a private investigator, a PI. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you'd need a PI to Watch your ass, Nick. There. Ooh, look out the window right now. Is that a regular flower truck or a private investigator? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, again, I think I could probably just like log into uh, uh, Patreon and find out his last name. I think it's just he doesn't want his last name And you're going to charge me for it? I'm like, what? Oh, as a private investigator? Yeah. Uh, it hadn't crossed my mind, but it sounds like you'd be mad about it, but you'd pay. Let so me ask I'll you this, it. Tom. Mm-hmm. Before we get into everything, yeah. do you think mm-hmm. you would be a good private investigator? I think I would be a really good private investigator. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've thought about this. Uh-huh. Based on what? Um... I think I'm pretty good at following people. I think I'm good at like uh, not being noticed if I don't want to be noticed. Um, and I think I'm just I'm good at like I'm tenacious. I what? Yeah, tenacious. Yeah, I'd get to the, the bottom of things. No, you don't. The oh, slightest, the, the slightest hiccup, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go take a nap. Not well, not if I'm getting paid. Now I've uh, I've got uh, Chris Rock paying and not only paying me but saying you know well the uh, slap that would be like a passion project you'd take on <laughs> oh, investigating the slap <laughs> I mean I've been doing it freelance <laughs> for the past six weeks for no pay so uh, well Tim I actually looked into because like sometimes private investigators have to talk to people Tom and you don't like talking to people yeah that was the one thing I I saw one of the things they do is like uh, uh, door knock interviews yeah oh yeah you don't talk to well but here's the thing you would not talk you don't like talking to like a clerk in a store yeah but that's because you know you're gonna get heated you're gonna scream and ask for the manager Uh, trying to get them fired yeah so I try and just ask for the manager right when I walk in Man, I used to have that when when I worked in retail. Sometimes people would come in and ask for the manager right away. Yeah, it's like, oh boy, and you would assume that it was like, uh, oh, they're coming in for you know, they're mad about something. Sometimes they would come in and ask for the manager, and then you would ask why. It was like because they wanted to buy something, but they wanted the manager to help them buy it instead of like a salesperson. Yeah. And you'd have to explain to these people like, oh, the managers don't know shit about what's actually being sold. Like, is they the don't thinking have to... that the manager isn't going to be working on commissions, so they'll be getting an honest maybe assessment? Maybe that was part of it. I think I think it was probably like, a, a, to be honest, you know, we we had a lot. I worked at an Apple store. So like we had a lot of people where it's like, I'm coming in and I'm spending like a lot of money buying a computer or whatever. I want like white glove service yeah. for this. 
And they didn't understand that it's like a manager can't tell you anything about this computer that just came out. They don't really know. Right. Because that's not their job. The salespeople know all the specs to verify the time cards. Yep. To make sure nobody's stealing anything. Yep. Tom, would you ever go into, I'd like to be one of these upstanding citizens Mm -hmm. that goes into a place, asks for the manager. Everybody's like, oh no, this guy's asking for the manager. And be like, I was in here last week. I just want to tell you, Jimmy over at the deli counter, yeah, is doing a bang up job. He did oh, yeah. so we, great. We had we had that happen. That was a nice you, one. Would that you happened. ever do that? Um, I probably wouldn't like come back the next week. Yeah, maybe I would though. I like to think I would, but yeah. in no way would I ever like go in and ask for the manager <laughs> or like be like, "Hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go like uh, initiate it." I'd be afraid. Like the manager would be like. All right. Well, now, now you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either I'm in trouble or they'd be like, all right, you creep. Why you remembered the, the, yeah. the person's name? Yeah, Why didn't you just buy your freaking, uh, you know, half pound of Swiss and get the hell out of here? Yeah. Why don't you just buy it online like everybody else? Yeah. Um, Tim, I looked into what it takes in uh, in New York State, which is where we live, mm-hmm. to to become a private investigator. Okay, it takes very little, Tim. I think I think we could become one like tomorrow if we okay. really wanted. Let's let's hey let's hang our shingle, Tom. Here are the here are the the requirements for New York. You must be twenty five years old. Done. Well, well I'm, I'm I'm turning 25 next month. You know what, though, Tim? I didn't look at this closely enough. It doesn't say or older. It says you must be 25 years old. Oh, no. That, I guess that's the only way you can get into this racket. You got to decide when you're 25. Uh, you must be a principal in a business entity. We have a business entity, and we're yeah. both, uh, I believe, principals in it. There's nobody else in the company except me and you. Yeah. Um, huh. God. You... <laughs> Well, of course. I think, you know, depending... We, on, hey, Tom, we owe it all to the man upstairs, Depending right? on the person that we deal with, that might really uh, tickle them. They might say, you know what, the rest of the requirements, don't worry about yeah. it. Um, the the uh, proof of fingerprint completion, I think... You it's got just, yeah, fingerprinted once. Yeah, and I passed. Nobody, nothing came up. There weren't any, you know, m- missing jewels that were recovered that had my fingerprints on them. I've never been fingerprinted, Tom. They can't do it. I'm too slippery. I got <laughs> too greasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're always licking your fingers. They're yeah, always, exactly. They're too pruney. That's what yeah, it is. No, I, I, they put the, they put my thumb on the pad and then yeah, they put no. it on the paper. Oh, and it's just like a yeah. big, it just goes. Yeah. It looks like a big it. splotch. It looks like no... when you put a uh, silly putty on newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's how I evade uh, the the police. (laughs) So you need that. Uh, Proof of a $10,000 surety bond? Surety bond? Okay. $10,000. $10,000 bond. I mean, I guess, what, you maybe have to put up $10,000? Yeah. Excuse me. Jesus. $5,000 each? We can handle that. Uh, If employing security guards, evidence of liability. We don't need them. Don't eat them. <laughs> Evidence. I'm well, my own security guard, Tom. Uh, wow. Well, oh, he's cracking his knuckles. Evidence of liability insurance in the minimum amount of $100,000 per occurrence and $300,000 in the aggregate. And a statement that the coverage includes false arrest or false imprisonment, malicious prosecution, libel, slander, and violation of the right to privacy. So once we get this insurance, Tim, then we don't have to worry about 
you know, later on getting wrapped up in some false imprisonment charges uh, or, or some libel well, or slander. We both lose five thousand dollars for false imprisoning. Somebody? I don't think even Sounds that. Sounds worth it to me. This is this is different. This is just liability insurance. Uh, I don't think it's uh, even that much. Um, I don't know what this bonds for. Here's the two tricky parts, but I, I think one of them's fine. Uh, which is you have to have either have three years experience or three years equivalent position and experience or 20 years of service as a police officer or fire marshal. So you need three years experience uh, investigating. Tim, we got what, like 12 years experience investigating things on this podcast? Investigating things our entire adult lives. We, we go ahead, we export the archives to reel to reel. And we mm-hmm. show up at the office and we say, here's your proof. And they're going to be like, oh, boy. Tom, we're going to back up a freaking Brinks truck yeah. full of uh, this, these real And they're going to decide we don't we don't have the manpower to go through all this. Okay, fine. But we're going to make them. <laughs> we're going to falsely imprison them and make them listen to everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, too bad because as you just saw, we have this insurance against yeah. false imprisonment. Uh, so I think that would be fine. And then the last one is pass the private investigator exam within two years immediately prior to application date. How hard could that be? Did you look that up? I I did. I took a. F- I did a few. Is of it the- all about like? Oh, you can't like uh, murder the suspect. Um, it was a little harder than that, but not much harder. Like give, honestly, give me some. Give me some. Uh, let me see if I still have it loaded. Tim, you, you're catching me off guard, but I, I don't. Tom, a good private investigator needs to think on his feet. That's true. Uh, uh, see, uh, already. Oh, <laughs> bam. Oh, I think I did on my computer. I'm not going to turn on my computer. But they were, they were, oh, so you're just going to do it and be distracted the rest of the episode? No, no, you keep talking. Um, they were pretty easy. I did like a 15. Uh, question test exam mm-hmm. and I think I got like 10 of them right so it definitely struck me that oh if I read a book about this I would be able to pass this yeah. no problem Wait, you didn't read a book in preparation for this episode no because I didn't know if we were going to be taking oh I have the what I'm an idiot I have a link to it right here Tim I got a quizlet here what type of crime is operating as a private investigator without a license a class B misdemeanor. Why do you need to know that if you're going to have a license? Well, maybe that's one of the options. I'm not going to know this because I've got to like, oh, but what if you're investigating a fake private investigator? Oh, that that's... Okay. And you need to falsely imprison them, charge them with something. All right, that's fair. Um, all these questions that I'm seeing are all about like setting up the private... Like, what is the term of a private investigator license? Time. What do you mean? Oh, I think it's like a lifetime. Two years. Well, for some people, that could be a lifetime. What is the cost of an individual private investigator license? $400, I think Wow, Tom. Aced it. Yeah. Hey, you're my star pupil. Wait a minute. These are the questions on the test where you know you've already paid for the <laughs> test. And you can't look at your receipt. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, I found, yeah. Equivalent experience is defined as three years in a position where the primary duties were to conduct investigations or three years of experience supervising and reviewing the work of at least three persons performing it. Well, we got on the first one. Yeah. We've, we've spent three years doing investigations. Um, also, I've been a uh, police officer for 30 years. <laughs> mobile surveillance. If the 
investigator is not careful, what most likely could draw suspicion from your target? This is part of the the exam? See, I think none of these are actually exam. I think they keep that uh, pretty hidden. I don't think they keep it hidden. I just think probably so few people take this exam that you, you can't like go to Barnes yeah, & Noble and get a study book about it. Um. It just says what uh what most likely could draw suspicion from your target, and I'm gonna assume it's erratic driving. What were the other ones? Uh, staying a safe distance behind the target vehicle and driving the speed limit, <laughs> or none of the above. Okay, sometimes that none of the above can get you though. That's true. Um. Uh, Robert is a retail sales clerk. I'll do one more of these. One day he sees an old detective show on TV and decides he'd like to be a private investigator. Hell yeah. Despite, <laughs> Tim, no, as a VI, there's the kind of thing you have to, you know, you have to know what kind of class B misdemeanor it is. Despite having no experience in the PI business, though he never actually claims to be licensed, he buys some camera gear, puts on an old trench coat. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And starts soliciting clients who pay him. He, he, he Columbo's it, Tom. Yeah. Pay him for his investigative services. Due to his lack of experience, of course, Robert makes some serious mistakes, and his angry clients report him to BSIS. Uh, BS and, and bullshit investigative services. <laughs> That's what I would say if they reported me. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, I guess you got us, you got me there. You do have a raincoat on, after all. Uh, BSIS may immediately have Robert arrested for misdemeanor fraud per civic code blah, 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 and have him imprisoned in the county jail for up to one year. BSIS may issue Robert a citation with an administrative What fee. did Robert do? He bought some camera gear and a freaking well, trench coat? Well, he's soliciting clients and offering oh, investigative yeah, yeah, yeah. services. Um, yeah, I've, I think it's I think it's just he, you get a fine. Maybe, Wait, maybe a misdemeanor, a too. Yeah, it's a question. What was the question? I, that, what, what could happen to him? Okay. Uh, what action? Your, what you, action may Tom, be taken against Robert? You didn't change the inflection of your voice for like four <laughs> full minutes. Well, it was a lot to read. Uh, uh, oh, Mary. Mary goes out to interview neighbors near the crime scene, and she runs into a sex offender who attacks her in his garage. Mary sprays him with a tear gas weapon she carries openly on her belt at all times, and thus escapes unharmed. Mary has not taken any training courses for such a simple weapon because it works so easily, uh, which Mary, is you should take the training classes. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, all private. Tom, you're not you're not clearly communicating what is happening. Right <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, that's the way I'm going to conduct my private eye business. So. People should get used to it. If, if you're hiring me, this is the kind of thing you're going to get. Uh, you mentioned Columbo, and I want to mention before I forget. Uh, you ever see this clip of Columbo at uh, uh, Frank Sinatra's roast? The real Columbo? <laughs> Peter Falk in character as Columbo. Oh, wow. Who is brought up onto stage as just like, oh, there's like a, a, a fan in the audience and, you know, he's a great cop for the, blue eyes. for the LAPD and... Uh, and at first he just like gives a wave, but then the then Dean Martin's like, no, come on up, come on up. And he just comes up, he's in character the whole time, 
just doing bits about like his wife wanting an autograph. And then they like cut to Ronald Reagan laughing his head off. <laughs> and they is it the- funny? Is he telling jokes? It's not that funny, he- yeah. but it's like, but it's pretty it good. Ro- you know what? Whenever that Rat Pack got together, yeah, they were just laughing at anything. Yeah. I mean, I would laugh if somebody As long had a, as you were like one of them. Like if somebody else said yeah. something, they'd As long it. as you're Ronald Reagan or, or somebody like that. Uh but if if I had a roast and somebody got Peter Falk in character as Columbo to come up. It's scary as hell. Why would it be scary? He's oh, been in dead case for twenty I, years. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to say in case I had done something nobody had heard about, uh, and then he he he's wound there for up, a reason. Um, well, you out. he brought a lasagna that his wife made for Frank for Frank, and he uh, gave it he gave it to him. Uh, he didn't roast Frank Sinatra at all, so like he he was in character in our world. So he knew who Frank Sinatra was, and I everything. Mean, Frank Sinatra is. Tom, popular across the multiverse <laughs> of course tom peter uh, colombo was a lieutenant he wasn't a yeah. private investigator i know i know we're but he's got a lot of techniques that i think private investigators can learn from we gotta get this thing back on track <laughs> this episode of the complete guide to everything is sponsored by better help Tim, you ever uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly, you're yeah. just walking around. You want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, but... you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the awesome. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we 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 think it's. Uh, Something anyone can uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
All right, Tim, you wanted to get things back on track. Let, uh, uh, go ahead, get things back on track. Oh, I was going to let you. Leave. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos about uh, Great. private eyes. First one. Tom, can I ask you a real quick question? Uh-huh. How many hours a day do you spend watching YouTube videos? I spend a lot of time watching YouTube okay. videos. Not long ones. I mean, like, not short ones. Cumulatively, Two hours a yeah, day? Yeah, probably about two hours a day, I'd say. Three hours a Maybe day? Maybe three hours a day some days. Four hours a no, day? No, not four hours. I don't spend four hours mm. a day doing anything, not even sleeping. Mm. Um, This was from a YouTube channel called The P.I. Guy. Oh. So that's, he did one about uh, pros and cons of becoming a private, a private you investigator. Were, uh, did it auto-complete to your previous search, The P.I.S.S. Guy? <laughs> <laughs> the piss guy. Yeah, Tim? this is your. Previous, what is that? That was your previous search. <laughs> Why would I be searching the piss guy? You tell me. <laughs> and who is that? You I have somebody know, in mind that you're thinking of. That's the videos that you're watching when when you're not doing research. I mean, that for this never show. even. Tim, that never even occurred to me. But uh, the autocomplete in your brain heard the PI guy and then filled in the piss guy. Anyway, the PI guy. Uh, you want to hear the cons first or the pros that he listed of becoming a, of becoming a PI? A, um, let's start with the po- Let's accentuate the positive. Okay. Uh, also found this out. I'll get to it later. Maybe now I'll tell it now. Apparently, I'm a, glad you're having a this argument of, with a lot yourself. <laughs> private investigators nowadays. They don't like to say they're private investigators because of the like connotation, you know, in this like the media dick. and stuff. No, they don't say they're private dicks either. You know what they say they are? Legal investigators. Yeah, that's stupid. I mean... Because you're still just following around people doing they, gutter stuff, right? They, like cheating on their spouse. Well, a lot of them do like insurance claim investigations oh, and yeah. stuff. So like they... And like a lot are hired you by lawyers of like, hey, our client, uh, you know, slipped and fell in this place we need uh evidence so like that's who they'll hire to go out and take pictures and and the all guys that playing stuff. basketball and he sees he's, he's yeah yeah he's trying to collect on a on a oh yeah they suffering. do that a lot like follow him and and get video timestamp video you and know pictures what? and stuff those freaking private investigators or whatever legal investigators should be tarred and feathered why Screw them. Let somebody run their scam. Just go after philandering. What husbands. about because I know of somebody, um, you know, this isn't like a friend of mine, there's like a few steps removed. Somebody in my family who who worked with this somebody was a close family member who, who did this. No, who uh their husband was a state cop, okay, and went out on disability falsely. And was, you know, collecting, hey, tax money from me and well, you. Well, if it's tax money, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're duping some private company, sorry. Don't get duped. Well, don't get caught either. That would be my thing. Well, if don't I were send ever somebody gonna... after me to catch me. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> that's not fair to who? It's not fair to you? <laughs> yeah. That's even the playing field. Hey, I was trying to cheat you. If I fooled you, 
Right? If I fooled yeah. you, well, then you're going to hire somebody to be like, I hope you didn't fool me. No, I fooled you. I didn't fool this no, third party think, that's now involved. No, I think when you like make a claim like that, you haven't actually fooled anyone yet. <laughs> but they can't disprove it. So the checks are coming in, Tom. <laughs> so then they'll try and be like, well, now let's see if this guy can fool us. Let's send somebody to go watch his every oh, move. Like, I got time to fool every Tom, Dick, and Harry that's trying to freaking well, uncover my web of lies. I think you would have time if, if you were collecting a check and not having to work. You'd have all the time in the world, which is, is why you're taking up basketball, apparently. <laughs> Shoot noobs. No, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I mean, me and you are both, uh, I think we're pretty, like, lawful people. Yeah. And I think the main. Say awful. I think the main reason is, is that we're both like terrified of getting caught doing something we're not supposed to do. No, I think do. we're just, I mean, I'm speaking only for myself. Oh, I, I was, I was speaking only for you. I don't have the inclination to do terrible things or but, to be, but I let's say, well, let's say about, you worked for a company that was awful. I'm pretty doe-eyed, Tom. <laughs> let's say you worked for I'm a company. Naive. That was awful, and you knew they were doing bad things, and you were like, you know what? Screw this company. I'm going to commit insurance fraud. Right. The reason why you wouldn't do it is because you would be terrified of being caught. Right. You, you would just not be able to relax. Because yeah. You'd I always... mean, that's part of it. Yeah. I think also, like, inherently, I'd be like, no, that's wrong. I'm not going to do that. Well, you just said it's fine to do, though. Oh, it's fine for other people to for do. For other people to because do. Because you look down on everybody. You think you're, no, uh, you've got moral so, superiority I over do have everyone. Moral su- superiority over most people, yes. But also, I'm saying live and let live. Yeah. I'm not well, saying, like, oh, I'm they saying. should be more like me. Live and let die. Uh, nah, uh. The episode, uh, we're, we're out of soon. sync. Oh, oh no, we're, we're not out of sync. I'm just saying, you know, uh, Paul McCartney's listening right now. He goes, Ooh, ooh you think you'd be singing my song, do you? Well, I'll see to that. And he hires a PI to follow us for the next 10 years of, of our all, lives. First of all, he'd, he'd love to have the publicity. <laughs> he would, yeah. He's, he's been trying to get the word out about his music for decades now. Second of all, Sir Paul is what, 80 years old? Yeah. He's not listening to podcasts. He's got people. Listen to the podcast. Make sure they're not saying Ringo? things about me. Ringo's so busy, he can't <laughs> even sign good. autographs anymore. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, he it, put out a video like 12 years ago being like, do not send me things. I will not sign them and send them back to you. Peace oh, and love. Where the hell were they even sending? Don't give out your address, Ringo. I mean, for a while, you send Ringo something. It could be any. Tommy, it could be anything. Wow. You'd sign it and send it right back to you. Huh. We should do that. Now he's investigating <laughs> unlicensed use of Wings songs. I'm too, I'm too busy doing work for Paul. <laughs> um, how do we even get on this? Oh, uh, like a uh, fraud investigation. Yeah. Um, no, it's crazy how often people are caught where these PIs don't even have to do any work. They just have to like pull up somebody's Instagram. Right. And they're like, and yeah, here I they are. Like, excel. I just ran the Boston Marathon. Right. That's with where a broken you, back? That's where you would excel at, uh, at private investigation. Yeah. Anything that could be easily Googled, <laughs> you're on the case. All right. That's Thank, your job. Thanks for hiring me. And I'll be in charge of all the gunplay. <laughs> All right.
Uh, I forget. You wanted to hear pros or cons? I want to hear. Remember, we're accentuating the positive. Okay. Uh, the pros. You don't need any training, and it's pretty easy to get a license. I thought you were supposed to have three years of like investigating. That's experience, but not training. Uh, Uh, and that's also for New York. And I feel like New York's probably, I feel like if you want to get this in like, you know, Kentucky, it's going to be a lot easier than if you want to get in New York. Ooh, shots fired. Well, I'm just saying like me and you. Kentucky's like a podunk state. No, it's just that they're looser with laws and regulations. It's a lot easier to get a Not about abortion, Tom. (laughs) But it's a lot easier to get a gun in Kentucky than it is in New York. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right about the abortion thing, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I, I still think the private eye laws probably veer more towards, uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Become a private eye. Uh, you can make your own schedule. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, money. Guy said there's decent money in it. Now, all right. Mm-hmm. I think well, it- and he gave examples if you're interested. All right. I would like, I would like to hear what- So he was saying, like, uh, Anywhere from, oh, I think I even wrote it down, but uh, like $75 to $100 an hour All is right. what private investigators charge. But he gave the caveat of like, if you're doing, if you're doing, you're being a private eye, like your own business, which you can work for private eyes, which I think is where like that experiencing falls into. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to be my own boss. Yeah. Um. He cautioned, though, if you're your own boss, you're also going to have expenses. Right. So he was. You I know, just get them reimbursed. <laughs> He's basically saying, like, you know, if you make $100,000 in revenue for a year, you're probably going to take home 45 to 60. I don't know if he was talking before tax or after tax, though. So. Right. I also think uh, no PI is paying taxes. I'm also, so, well, but on. I'm also thinking like $50,000 worth of expenses because like other than that, I watched this other video from- It's a lot of coffee on stakeouts, Tom. That's true. I watched another video from uh, Suburban Security Services and uh, he had like his uh, case with all of his tools. Not all of his tools, but what did he claim were the three most important tools? And it was a voice recorder that was definitely a a much cheaper voice recorder than what we're using uh, right this very moment. And we've already got this one, so we could probably just use this one. Okay. Um, A bug sweeper. So you can like sweep for bugs. He said this comes in handy sometimes. Sometimes he gets uh, like, you know, divorce cases where uh there might be competing private investigators and he's he said he's had cases with a like a woman for example that's like i think my husband's bugged you know the house or whatever right so he'll use that to check. have you ever bugged any place no have you gone to a spy store and bought anything that i don't know that you have (laughs) no i wish god i i i mean i've gone to a spy store and and you know drooled over uh, the idea of things. I don't. Once you buy something at a spy store, they like you're on, they a, put list, you on right? a list. I mean, the thing is, like, I don't really have an interest in, like, for example, spying on you. Because, <laughs> like, well, what am I going to find out that, like, Tim says mean things about me? <laughs> I know <laughs> he says mean face. things about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to find out anything I don't know. Um, 
And a, what specifically do you think I say behind your back? I don't. You probably say things like, you know, Tom's problem is that he's so smart. He's too smart for his own good. <laughs> yeah, that like uh, he's going to get himself into trouble one yeah. day being that smart. Being that smart and handsome can be a real <laughs> Yeah, and that would be devastating to hear yeah. um, in a situation like that. Uh, and then the third one was a camera. And now this one, <laughs> this is what I love this guy because he was talking about how he's like, some of these some of these private eyes, they've got these fancy cameras. And he's like, don't get a fancy camera. Get a nice, easy, simple to use point and shoot. He actually gave some good tips about, because uh, he also showed he had like a GPS in his car. And he was like, people are too, he's like, some private eyes are too reliant on their phones. And he's like, the problem with using my phone as a GPS is if I get a phone call right. <laughs> and I'm following somebody, then I don't have it. And he said, like, same reason why he has like a camera. But I loved, uh, you, you know, he's explaining like yeah, people get these expensive ones. You don't want that. It's more conspicuous. You don't need all those features. And then he showed his and he goes, this is a Nikon cool pics. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> I had a cool pics. Yeah, I think everybody did back yeah. in the day. That was uh, a cool camera. Yeah. Um, I took it to Austin with me in 2006. Wow. Do you saw those pictures? Yeah, they're on Flickr. <laughs> nice. I mean, it is funny. Like, uh, somewhat recently, I was going through my uh, like photo library, and it is crazy that like if I go back to like pictures from college twenty plus years ago now, I had like a nice expensive digital camera, and the pictures all look great. Mm -hmm. And then like around two thousand seven <laughs> to like two thousand ten, it's like every picture I have looks like shit because it was like, ah, guess what? Our phones take pictures now. Right. And I stopped bringing around something like a Your cool, cool pics. That was yeah. great. Um, so yeah, get an I icon cool like, pics. If, if you walk away from anything, but don't you want one? Like, I feel like 99% mm -hmm. of the time, Tom, yeah, me and you private investigators, we're going to be on stakeout. Yeah. You're in a parked car. We're going to say we'll be on stage. Oh, we're going to be in a parked car a yeah. couple hundred yards away. Mm -hmm. We're going to need one of those big cameras That's to go. True. And just from a long way away, just going, and and you see the guy just looking back and forth and then uh, kissing, kissing our client's yeah. wife passionately. Exactly. That's my wife. <laughs> That's what our client would say. <laughs> no, when we show him the pictures, it would be like, "Yeah, no, yeah, you hired we were us following to, to follow her. her. Why were you following my wife? Well, we we're Why doing were this you? pro bono. We were doing this uh, on spec. We knew your wife was cheating. See, this is how we well, get a client. What if, what if she's wearing lingerie and you say we were doing this pro bono, <laughs> uh, and he misunderstands yeah, he and he starts right throttling yeah. you? And you're like, no, it's this guy. And you're holding up the picture. This uh. is the guy you want to get. <laughs> I don't know about doing it pro bono. Also, keep in mind, Tim. No, this... no, I was saying on spec. Oh, on uh, spec. <laughs> so, like, we, we know a guy's wife is cheating on him, right? Uh -huh. But he doesn't know. This right. poor sap. He doesn't suspect a thing. <laughs> yeah, but imagine how much money he'll pay once he finds out. <laughs> no, no, this is just to prove our, uh, to prove our worth. Oh, to other clients. Yeah, and then guess what? Uh, this guy, if he doesn't pay us, then uh -huh. we'll put it all on a billboard and like buy digital ads and be like, this guy's wife was cheating on him and we caught her. 
<laughs> right? We'll put a picture of him, a yeah. picture of her kissing the other guy, this yeah. guy being cuckolded. I have, I have a picture of the two of us, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with our their arms crossed back to back. Yeah. Uh, holding, holding, a, uh, holding the big camera. <laughs> You're holding the big camera. I'm holding a smoking gun. <laughs> What's the implication there? I'll, I'll shoot someone. And I'll, hey, look, I'll take care of it. Whether you, you got problems with your wife, whether uh, you want. No, I'm not going to shoot a lady. <laughs> I probably you, shot the guy that didn't want, pay us. Whether, so whether you want the problem solved with a camera or with a gun, <laughs> we offer both in our, yeah. in our practice. You know what? We'll use our discretion. Some, we, yeah. You're, you're paying for us to decide which one is more appropriate right. to use at any given time. <laughs> right. Would you like us to take pictures or kill somebody? Um, Shoot them in the foot so they can't get away? But I was going to say, this guy, the, 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 the tips here were from Suburban Security Services. He's suburban. He doesn't have that long lens. Yeah. You know, he's not doing those kinds of jobs. <sighs> is he, this is, guy? What? Is the piss guy? <laughs> no, that's the other guy. Uh, the uh, well, the 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 piss guy who's not the piss guy, the PI guy. Uh, Tim, you're pissing off the wrong people. Who this PI? Yeah, this PI is going to come following. I'm you. not saying I'm. I was alluding to your earlier website searches. His last pro is be you get to be your own boss. Yeah, that's all I want. PI. But now here are the cons. The first con is the same as the first pro, no formal training. Right. So basically it's like, yeah, you can become a PI, but nobody's going to tell you how to do it. You're going to have to seek out your own training. There's uh, not... You ever see a show called Veronica Mars? Yeah. That's all the training I need. Okay. Well, as I long as you're safe with that. All three original. Comfortable with that. Seasons. Uh-huh. Part of the movie. Yeah. And part of the new season. Uh-huh. And oh, and, I didn't like the movie in the new season. Yeah, much. it seemed like one of those revivals. I it learned, was it was a revival. N- no, one of those revivals that people were just like, ah, this isn't the same. I don't like. Yeah, it. Uh, I learned we were talking last week about requels. Yeah, uh, another a reboot term slash sequel. Yeah, yeah, another term uh, which you may have heard, but I never heard legacy quill. Yeah. And that's like the the new Ghostbusters movie and uh, like the Jurassic Park movies of like, this is a sequel to something that already has a legacy and it's going to be like, oh, the new batch. But then right. we're going to have the but old people like come in and, and do uh, cameos and whatever. Like gremlins. Uh, his second con, The Hours. But then the example he gave was... He's like, sometimes I'm up four four o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh, that sucks. Sometimes I don't get home until ten o'clock at night. It's like, well, that doesn't sound too bad for being a PI. I thought you were gonna say like, sometimes I'm on stakeouts for forty eight hours straight. Yeah, it's like you're also, home by like, ten. You must not be like, investigating uh, like real criminals. That's when the real crimes happen. Are you? Uh, are we gonna be the privatized? Are we gonna like sidle up to people at the bar and try to get information about people? Depends on the case, Tim. All right, because I want to go to a bar. (laughs) Okay, but you want to be paid $100 an hour to do it. Exactly. And keep your receipts so that that might out you as a private eye, though, if you're like, oh, I need an itemized receipt. That's why, Tom, Applebee's always gives you an itemized receipt. Oh, that's true, yeah. But you got to hope that that's where your target's going or that you're very persuasive. (laughs) You find him at another bar, you're like, this place blows. Let's go to Applebee's. 
Don't you give you? itemized receipts. So they have these hypnotists, right? Yeah. Or like these uh, Darren Brown type guys. Uh huh. Don't you think they should go into the private investigation game? I don't think they're interested in making like $100 an hour. Why not? Because it's they make more than that. Why aren't they the president then? <laughs> you got me there, Tim. I don't know. I mean, if they, like, all I'm saying is like, if uh-huh. you can talk to somebody, yeah, I and think like, they don't. And then at the end of the night, turns out, guess what? They are going to uh, Applebee's because you planted the seed yeah, in their head, uh-huh. and so you're double dipping, right? Because they're going to Applebee's. Mm-hmm. You're getting a hundred dollars an hour because you're investigating them for a client. Yeah, and you're an Applebee's now. You have six or eight drinks. <laughs> Your client's on the hook for expenses too, Tom. So it's more than a hundred dollars yeah. an hour. Well, I was gonna say it's actually, another like uh, eighty bucks. A good way to get your target to Applebee's would probably be telling them, "Hey, guess what? Drinks on me, but oh, only yeah, at Applebee's." Yeah. Oh yeah. And the drinks are on the client. Oh, the client might be mad if they find out that you charge like a hundred dollars uh, for drinks for like the man, the yeah. man sleeping with their wife. That's. That's why we make them sign a contract, and that's why I have the gun. <laughs> um, the 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 next con were uh, expenses, and one of the expenses I think it's he, pro he gave was no like business expenses, like buying uh, video cameras. Oh, uh, Okay. Um, also, he had yeah uh, got a phone, Tom. An expense I didn't think about uh, tinting his car. Hmm. Is he tinted windows? Uh. And then he just plugged like. Uh, but these are one-time expenses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. But then the guy uh, talked about his books for a while. This guy's got like a million books. The apparently. PI guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the next one he gave was time. Ma- I mean, these next two are kind of it combined. Time management and cash flow. But the way he was describing it, it was like, oh, this isn't anything that anyone working for themselves doesn't deal with. Right. Of like, you're not getting a paycheck, so you've got to, you know, manage your cash flow so that it's you're... It's working for yourself. It's exactly. fine. Exactly. Yeah. It's no different. Um, Everything I'm getting is a pie guy, like 3.14159. Oh, that kind of... Oh, not even the, the fun kind of pie. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Tim, I also watched a channel called Top Tens. Top and Ten. It was just a David Letterman just, no. channel. You know what? I don't think they even did 10 things. Should we do a Top Ten list every week? Oh, sure. On the if show? You want. I mean, you Nobody can. does that anymore, huh? Yeah, I guess not. Uh, Dave. Uh, Number 10. Uh, all right. Let's hear some off the top of your head. Number 10 reasons not to become a B.I., Number 10. Uh, Joey Buttafuoco is uh, no longer committing adultery. <laughs> right? Because you want to you wanna have a high-profile case like Joey Buttafuoco. Why would you want to have a high-profile case like Joey Buttafuoco? <laughs> what do you mean? And now you're following Jody, Joey Buttafuoco or you're working for him? <laughs> You're following him. You're working for uh, okay. Mary Jo. So that's a bad thing about becoming a PI is that Jay Buttafuoco isn't. He could raise your profile as a PI. Don't you want to like? I guess that's a that's a problem. You got to thread the needle, huh? Yeah, you don't want you don't want to be recognized walking but the streets. But you want to 
be good enough. You want to be recognized enough that people are going to hire you. Yeah. Well, Tim, I think you're going to like my answer for the solution to that. Disguises. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was watching this other, this video. Yeah, I think it was this one. Um, with, uh, uh, oh no, this was the, the PI guy. He was talking about disguises. Uh, and, uh, a lot of people will, if you're tailing somebody, wear a jacket and a hat because then you can take those things off and look different or keep like a baseball cap in the sleeve of your jacket Mm. so you can quickly take it out and throw it on. Uh, that I like, I've, I've had like a handful of situations where I've had to like take off a sweatshirt or something. Cause it's like, I don't want uh, to be followed. I don't want somebody to know. I can't actually remember. And I don't think it was anything. I don't think it was anything bad. It was more like socially awkward of like, Oh, that I, you know, I, I said goodbye to these people, but then I had to come back this way and now I see them again. That happens. So I got, Tom, I got, I got to change so they don't recognize me. There's one specific time. Uh-huh. It happened in 2015. Okay. Uh, I met some people for brunch. Uh-huh. We were walking away. I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta head out. And I left and then I went somewhere else and I came back. I saw them walking down the street. And to this day, mm-hmm. I think about this, and it chills me to my bones. <laughs> and I saw them again, and I just said hi. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, but imagine if you had a baseball cap up your sleeve, and you yeah. could have thrown that on. I mean, they were all good friends of mine. I you could have they... gone up to uh, uh, somebody homeless and been like, I'll give you $20 for your jacket. And you're like, all right. Or and just you... clock somebody on the head. <laughs> Drag them into drag the, them into a broom closet. Yeah, exactly. Take their uniform exactly, and then yeah, they'd never suspect it. Walk by uh, swirling a baton, twirling a baton. <laughs> oh, so you stole a policeman's uniform in this situation? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess that's a bigger crime for yeah. Uh, Tom, you did go undercover one time. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, infiltrated. It's true. Uh, you wore a disguise to go uh, infiltrate uh, the Scientology headquarters. Yeah, here the, in... the church's the celebrity center here yeah. in New York. Yeah, for a live show we did years ago. Uh, yeah, I wore a disguise. It was, it was some you of the wore most a fun I ever. Scar? I I got a fake scar. I wore an a fake earring. Yeah, I had fake glasses. And then I shave my beard into a mustache, and yeah. I comb my hair uh, differently. Like I like uh, yeah, brush the hat would have been smart. Yeah, what? Oh, for me? Yeah, yeah. I probably should have just there's worn more a versatility hat. there. Yeah. Well, it's the PI guy. He's telling you all you need to know. Well, now I know. The next time I have to infiltrate a uh, cult, yeah, <laughs> what I have to do. And then it turned out that like nothing. At least their New York operation is not up to snuff with like. <laughs> investigating people yeah they didn't teach you how to slap anybody i on also the don't public know stage <laughs> i also i was i forget why but i was thinking about this recently i think because i was watching like a scientology video on youtube um you want tom i don't believe i i think it's five <laughs> six hours a day um but i was thinking about this when i was in the scientology center and they made me take a quiz. Well, they didn't make me. I happily took the quiz, yeah. even though I had taken it online, but then they had no way to pull it up online. And they went through the quiz and they told me, um, 
these results indicate that uh, nobody likes you, including your family and your friends, and right. that you're at risk of killing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said, we have a class starting up uh, that would be perfect. I don't know why I didn't take that class to see because what that it was like. Money, Tom. Yeah, but it was like fifty bucks. Yeah, you would have gotten sucked in. I don't think I would have gotten sucked in, but I think then I was worried that they would think like, "Oh, we've really got a live one. Let's do the full court press," and that I was a little afraid right. of because then I thought that they might go back to the security footage and notice that I <laughs> probably. <laughs> Very obviously was considering stealing a uh, small brass bust of L. Ron Hubbard that was on a desk. <laughs> Very strongly considering. Uh, if you did that, Tom, I would finally, you would have finally earned my respect. <laughs> yeah, imagine if you came over every week and there was just a little bust of L. Ron Hubbard on yeah, my desk. Yeah, and then freaking they were listening. They were listening. <laughs> yeah, and in. it's like, oh, that has a microphone yeah. built into it, you idiot. Um, no. Put it in the microwave. I really should have done it. I really should have. You <laughs> stolen. can go back. It's still there. Yeah, but what if they're listening to this? And no, it's just like I feel like I had a perfect storm opportunity. Yeah. Where even though I'm sure there was a camera in there, I doubt anybody was watching. And I think I could have just like grabbed it and walked out and been like, I I changed my mind. Was it heavy enough that if anybody stopped you, you could clock them on the head? Yeah, but it was like small enough that I could have thrown it in my bag and I don't think anybody would have noticed. Mm -hmm. You know what the other thing was too, though? I was thinking like, oh, this like poor woman who's probably technically a slave already. (laughs) If if this went missing, they'd probably literally throw her in a dungeon somewhere. So. Eh. It's a way. I think I still would have done it. Um, uh, some of the unglamorous sides. This, this wasn't talked about by the PI guy in the uh, in the cons, but I'm going to include it in the cons. Well, this top 10 child, they were talking about uh, most surveillance nowadays is just uh, making up a fake profile and doing a friend request to somebody mm-hmm. on Facebook. Uh, hunks and babes. That's what works. Make a profile where you look like a hunk or a babe. Yeah, we can use our own pictures. Depend- <laughs> we save money that way. Um, <laughs> we wouldn't have to license hunk pictures. Although we oh, do license. Have, oh, we I have was- a, a big library of uh, hunk pictures. I mean, we could save a lot of money licensing. I thought we'd have to do a photo shoot. <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> you do a, a cattle call for hunks. Hunks and babes. Not together, your, though. You get your cool pics out? <laughs> get my Nikon cool pics? <laughs> no, I have to use this camera. It's more authentic to uh, this case. Um, the, uh, another one, uh, a lot of dumpster diving. Oh, yeah, I mean, maybe he will be a great uh, I don't want a dumpster dive. What do you mean? Why are you saying, oh, uh, yeah, you get you all your it. food, Tom. <laughs> um, uh, another one. This would be a bad one. Me and you were on stakeouts together. A lot of peeing in bottles. Yeah. Um, and then they talked about pooping and they were like, you you just can't poop. You just have to hold it. That's that's mm-hmm. what pooping on surveillance is. Yeah, we'll turn it into pee. What? You'll turn it into pee? <laughs> Tim, you understand how these things work. Um, a lot of investigations nowadays, too, into uh, like online dating. 
you know, people meet somebody online. They want to see if they're getting catfished. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so they do that. Is that what that show Catfish is about? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That they like, like are they like would helping people? people that are being yeah. catfish. I mean, I think a lot of times it's probably super obvious, you know, that it's like, oh, this like six year old man has like a 20 year old who's who has one picture of themselves and they keep asking uh, what his social security number is. Right. But uh, but yeah, uh, apparently that's a lot of, uh, of private investigators with social media. Now this just sounds boring and exhausting. Well, it sounds boring, and exhausting. And I also imagine that's the kind of thing where you get hired by somebody because they're suspicious. And then you come back to that person. And you're like, yeah, so they're lying. And that person probably doesn't want to hear it. They're right. probably like, eh, I'm going to keep dating them. I don't know. I'm looking at their profile picture and they're a hunker babe. Yeah. Uh, you get paid either way, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you don't, you don't like, it's not like, oh, you didn't catch. No, I mean, I think you get, you get so, paid by the hour. I think that's yeah. the, the standard. We could also just be private investigators and be like, we went and we didn't find anything, but it took us. 11 hours <laughs> took us 100 hours and uh, um i think in that case you have to like still show something that you came yeah, up with you know we'll, we'll have we'll figure it out standard stuff we'll, yeah, we'll get during that photo shoot with the hunks <laughs> and the babes we'll have them act out some scenes and we'll take pictures exactly. <laughs> we'll have a green screen so we could just put stuff in the background later well here's your <laughs> husband on a date with this my husband's not built like a brick shit house. this isn't my <laughs> husband also no we're saying we didn't find anything so we'll be like he never showed up but these people were there my husband's not tanned and oiled um yeah oh uh yeah i think that that was pretty much it tim seems uh seems Uh, uh, pretty exhaustive hey seems pretty exhausting and then i also just have in my notes that i didn't realize that the reboots of my uh Magnum PI, MacGyver, and Hawaii Five O all take place in the same uh, universe. Oh, really? They have that cross. Makes sense. They have crossovers. Yeah. Which do uh, they all take place in Hawaii? Um, Magnum PI does. So does Hawaii Five O. Uh, doy. MacGyver. MacGyver. I think he travels around. I think yeah. you know maybe sometimes MacGyver he's in was a cool show. The original one, Richard Dean Anderson, a cool guy. You know what? I remember as a kid, always thinking it was cool, but it was that part was cool. And then when he was actually making something, it was cool. But the rest of the show was remember his Murdoch, which is like Moriarty. Yeah, they were like, "Can we just make it Moriarty?" And they're like, "Yeah, they change it a little bit." Murdoch Yardy. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at tcgte and follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal too. Check out our subreddit r slash tcgte and check out our discord, which is linked on tcgte.com and check out our Patreon as we were mentioning earlier. Hey, who knows? Maybe your topic will be picked one day. And but it's be, more than just the topics. It's more than that. But that, I mean, I'm just talking about, you know, the life-changing aspects that could happen by signing up. 
Uh, but you can also get uh, weekly episodes of Books and Podcasts. Right now, we're neck deep in uh, On the Road by Jack Kerouac. And uh, I haven't talked to you about it, Tim, but uh, uh, this week, this week I, I hit my limit with certain things with, with this knucklehead nice. and, his, and, his, and his moron friends. Uh, Patreon.com slash complete guide to get all the back episodes, too. Hell yeah. Uh, Here's what I say. Who's your favorite fictional private investigator, Tim? So, Columbo's off the table. Yeah, because he's a lieutenant. MacGyver, maybe. He's not a PI. Who? What is he? I don't know. He's just like a guy that makes stuff. No, he, he investigated things. He, he's not <sighs> I like, think, I think an he's official like a mercenary or something. The, that's the same thing. Okay, Veronica <laughs> Mars then. Or okay. Veronica Mars' dad. Okay, Mr. Mars. Mr. Mars. Who's he, uh, Tom, who's yours? Batman. See, you I idiot. Knew you were gonna say Batman. I mean, he's man. like not really a private. He he's doesn't judge, charge jury, people. An he's yeah, not an executioner. I uh, saw. I was them. gonna say though, my second one, uh, Perry Mason. Okay, because you're a big Robert Downey Jr. fan. No, but uh, I do like that that HBO Perry Mason that came out a couple of yeah. years ago. It's very good. Cool, Tom. Mm-hmm. James Corden is leaving the Late Late Show. Yeah. Are you very upset about it? <sighs> Distraught. Or are you excited that he has more time to act in movies? <sighs> yeah, he's very good in everything he's in. It was very funny. Like, uh, anytime we were over in England, not anytime, but people would occasionally bring up, like, why Why does he have a show over there? Why do people like him? It's like, nobody likes him. I think all of us thought you guys liked him. Yeah. And that's why, that's how he was able to come over. It's like, well, everybody over over there likes him. Uh, well, why did you bring that up? I don't know. It I thought you were going to, came across, I had some papers handed to me. Uh, <laughs> it was like when, uh, when uh, Kennedy was shot and just a paper was handed. <laughs> exactly. You, you've had a paper handed to you. Uh, this just in. I was watching. James Corden's leaving his show in a little more than a year. <laughs> Tom, you want to know something? Uh, uh, YouTube, you want to know like the only YouTube video I've watched in like the last few weeks? James Corden? Nope. Carpool karaoke? Nope. It was, uh, it was a link. Uh, it was uh, the night that Princess Diana died. Um, they interrupted Saturday Night Live uh-huh. to announce it. Um, and it was during the Joe Pesci show sketch starring uh, Joe Pesci. Nope. Starring Jim Brewer as Joe oh, Pesci. Okay. But I remember it. I remember sitting in my family's uh, family room uh-huh. on the computer on AOL watching SNL. I think it was a rerun. And they <laughs> AOL broke in. And SNL. Um, AOL, SNL. Um, and they broke in, and I was like, I want to relive that moment. And you can find it on YouTube. <laughs> You can did watch you, the first. Did you boot up and AOL half. and then? No, no. You just watch the first minute and a half of uh, the Joe Pesci yeah. show, and then Brian will a young Brian Williams comes on the the screen. Wow, a fourteen year old uh, Brian Williams. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I watch on YouTube. <laughs> well, it's, hey, to each his own. You watch a bunch of uh, piss man. Uh, I don't watch videos. piss man videos. I don't want this idea to get around there. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Me a guy either, who Tom. likes to piss. A guy who likes 
likes the other watch other people piss probably all of the above if you, well he should uh, set up that moniker. he should set up two different channels and maybe that appeals has. to you, two you, different people why don't you why don't you uh you know what i'm gonna look up piss this man. piss guy the piss guy not the piss man he's a casual see you next week That was a HeadGum Podcast.